0: In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one oh, God, Amen. What a joyful day to celebrate Jesus Christ once more and forever as a king in my life and in your life, as a king who wants to reign on your own personal Jerusalem. And our title today is From a Cry to a Cry. We heard it many times and we sang it many times today in Coptic, in English. And in Arabic, that Hosanna. We are singing Hosanna. We are crying out with them all, Hosanna. Let me start with you the verse from the book of Isaiah, chapter 12 and verse 6. Cry out and shout, O inhabitants of Zion. And he's calling everyone to cry out and shout, Hosanna. Save us. For great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. Yes we believe in each liturgy we we have christ himself by himself in his real body and his real flesh we believe once more that even if two or three are gathered in his name is among them but the peak of his presence is in in liturgy at all times so today we heard it and we sang it many times today the prophecy has been fulfilled the whole week we hear this words in different ways that prophecies has been fulfilled. And today, Zechariah chapter nine and verse nine is telling us it has been fulfilled. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation. Lowly and riding on a donkey, a cold, the fall of a donkey. Again, once more, rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. So we are coming this day to start our Passion Week rejoicing because the King has come. And what we read today from the four Gospels, the same word, rejoice, Hosanna. Then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the Son of God. And why we called our title today, From a Cry to Cry. Many times in the Old Testament we heard about a cry, but in a different sense and a different way. Let me share with you the first cry we heard of it in the Old Testament. In Genesis chapter four and verse 10, and he said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. It was the first killing we heard of in the church history or in the history of humanity. That's why the blood of your brother was crying out to me from the ground. So the Lord is asking us, if you are coming to shout a new cry, Hosanna, rejoicing in his presence, what about death in your life? Are you still feeling that because you did not kill someone physically, you didn't kill him, are you still hearing the voice of the Lord telling you, it's time to cry out, Hosanna, save me from the death, Which is in my hands. Many times we gossip, many times we accuse each other falsely, and you are killing each other in different ways. He's telling us today it's a time of salvation. Today you are coming to receive his power, to shout and to cry a a different cry, crying to him, Salvation is needed, conversion in my life is needed, renewal in my mind is needed. That's why we cry differently. No more this, because life was manifested. St. John says in his first epistle, chapter 1, and verse 1 to 3, and life was manifested. It was hidden. That's why death was reigning. We hear it in a few minutes in the liturgy. And death which entered into the world by the envy of the devil. Now, today we rejoice. Hosanna. Salvation has come through our Savior. The Savior has come to destroy death. We sing it in a week in our Liturgy and for 50 days during the celebration of the resurrection of the Lord, by his death, trembled upon death. This has no power over us. So if we still have a cry for death, the Lord is telling us, convert your cry today into a cry of salvation and rejoicing. No more death is reigning in our life. Second cry we heard of in the Bible. It's in Genesis again, chapter 27 and verse 34. When Esau heard the words of his father, he cried with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, bless me also, O my father, when we lose our birthright, when we take things slightly and we ignore what we have received as firstborn to the Lord. Every single person in day one, when you came into the church, the church baptized everyone and gave him the seal of the Holy Spirit through the Holy Christ nation, and told everyone, from now on, you are a firstborn to the Lord. That's why even in <clears throat> hymn of Saint Anthony, we start with in the church of the firstborn. And then he is asking you and me, are you crying because you're, you lost your birthrights? You are not living the fullness of a life of someone who was firstborn. Having double portion of everything and sanctifying my life wholly and fully to my Lord and King Jesus Christ. The people were crying, Hosanna, I lost my birthright. I lost many things. I lost my peace. I lost my dignity. And I sold everything to the enemy. And he is here as a king to restore all what we have lost in himself for us again. As sincere used to tell us that Jesus came to do everything in himself for our sake. He's telling you now, if you lost <clears throat> whatever you lost, even your birthright from day one since we are born, is ready to hear us once more, telling him, Hosanna, I'm here to restore you once more. It's not only about this, it's also about what we have lost in this life in our relationship with him. Then we heard a third cry again in the book of Genesis in chapter 41 and verse 55. So when all the land of Egypt was famished, the people cried to Pharaoh for a bread. Then Pharaoh said to all Egyptians, go to Joseph, whatever he says to you, do, if you are living in a famine whatsoever. Amos in Amos chapter eight and verse 11 was telling us, in the last days will be a different kind of famine, a famine to hear the word of God a famine to enjoy the fullness of the meaning of the word of God. That's why Nehemiah in chapter eight was telling us the people were exceedingly rejoicing, why? Because they heard the word and they understood it. He's telling us now, if you are living in a famine, it's not Joseph anymore. It is much, much greater than Joseph is here. And he's waiting for you to cry differently. The people cried to Pharaoh for bread, but now you are crying for life eternal are crying to be fit eternally. We'll hear it in a moment. Given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life. This is our real cry. This is our real need. That's why the new Joseph, the real Joseph, came to hear our crying, Hosanna, and feed us, not only with a normal bread, but from the bread which came down from heaven, not like our forefather ate the manna in the wilderness and died, but now we eat the true manna and through which we have eternity in him. One more cry in the Old Testament, Exodus chapter two. Now it happened in the process of time that the king of Egypt died then the children of Israel groaned because of the bondage. And they cried out. And their cry came up to God because of the bondage. Yes, but now we know there was a worst and more bitter bondage. It's not only about being enslaved to the Egyptians for 400 years, being enslaved to sin for the whole life of humanity before Christ, being enslaved to my own desires, being separated from the source of life, God the Holy Trinity is telling us, now you can cry because your slavery has been gone. Your slavery has been converted into real freedom. We'll hear many prophecies from the book of Exodus on the Good Friday, how the people were crying and groaning, and the Lord heard them and came to save each and every one of us. He's asking us this morning, if you are coming and you are singing many times, Hosanna, what sort of cry are you crying? Are you crying because you want to get out of your death whatsoever? Are you, are you crying to restore what you have lost as birthrights, as a son and a daughter, of the Most High? Are you crying because you are living in a famine? Maybe you don't lack the physical bread, but you lack the real peace of God. You lack the real presence of God in your family. We hear every day many problems in our families, many confusions, many fights between husband and wife, between kids and children, and so on. He's telling us, if you cry out today with your your heart and your mind telling him hosanna i am ready to come and to end up what you have lost and to end up your famine and to restore you once more from the bondage and slavery to be free in Christ once more that's why the psalm was telling us the righteous cry out and the Lord hears and he's telling you and me this morning I am here to listen to your to your cry I'm here to Listen to every single groaning of your heart, even if you can't speak it out, and deliver them out of all troubles. We want to have this Passion Week as a real Passover. Passover, it means passing from this into life, from darkness into the marvelous light of Christ, from slavery into total and real freedom. Again, he was telling us and reminding us And then the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Saint Ambrose is telling us, don't make this day as a normal day. Yes, everyone was screaming and crying before the Lord because he was entering into the temple. But this temple, unfortunately on that day, was converted into a place of selling and buying. He's telling us, God does not want to have his temple a place of gathering for the sellers, but a place of sanctification. Let us all pray this liturgy with a new, newness of mind, newness of heart. We are coming here to be, receive full sanctification, to cry out Hosanna to the real king, to get us out of your, our deaths, to restore what we have lost in our birthrights, to end our famine, and to give us the real freedom in his, himself. Let us focus on these three points during this Passion Week. Think of it we are not passing on celebrating commemorations in our life. We are reliving the fullness of the event. Search your heart. What are you crying for? Yes, every one of us has his own physical needs, but cry more to your eternal needs. You know that all your physical needs are temporary. We are here. To seek his eternal life. And he is assuring us. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added unto you. Dedicate this week to seek the real death of your old man. Finding the joy in singing to him. Hosanna. We have many songs. We start from today. Telling him. Zion is the power and the glory. You see him as a real king. Have power and glory. And ready to do something different. In your life and in my life. This year, try to find a time to sit with your spiritual father to help you to experience the death of your old man and the direction of the new man. Finally, <clears throat> let me remind with you with the theme of our Passion Week. We'll start from tonight, thinking of this verse and all the readings. St. Paul says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 Looking unto Jesus. If you search in any Greek lexicon, the word looking at. It is different from any looking at. It is only mentioned once in the whole Bible, with one gazing our eyes on Him, and putting aside everything else. Arabic, be baḥla, in Christ, and nothing else. Putting everything aside and gazing my eyes on Him, the Author and Finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before Him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We'll find out through all the readings, the prophecies, the gospel the Psalms, what was the joy before him and how he was able to endure this cross, calling every one of us to share in his suffering, to enjoy the fullness of his resurrection. So tomorrow, from Monday till Wednesday in the morning, we have our Pascha time from six to nine, from nine to eleven, roughly to eleven. We'll try to make a discussion groups in the in the chapel in Truro or in the sanctuary in Truro to discuss where we can find the joy which has been set before him that makes him to endure his suffering. We ask everyone to encourage each other to come to join this Bible study. May the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.